Hi there, welcome to the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, the Fearless Lady, Charlene Light. When I turned 40, I decided to create a really fun challenge for myself by stepping into my fears 40 different ways. I tackled fears around aging, going after my dreams, and even finding true love. This podcast is about that journey and how it transformed my life and how you can start looking at your fear as an invitation to step into your worth, invite more freedom, joy, and fun back into your life. Life can be an adventure. Live the life of your dreams. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Fearless Lady. I have to apologize. I feel like I have just, I don't know, sort of dropped the ball on my podcast. I've been, you know, just... They're, they're a little too far apart, but I don't know. Maybe that's good. Maybe when you see this pop up um, as a new episode from The Fearless Lady, maybe you get excited like, wow, it's been so long. I'm so excited to hear from Charlene, you know, so maybe I shouldn't apologize. Let me just fill you in on what's been going on. I just finished a 30-day jump rope challenge. If you are following me on social media, you're well aware. If you're not, um, I just finished a 30-day jump rope challenge, and I have to say it was one of the most challenging, um, physically challenging things that I've ever done before. You know, you don't think, or at least I didn't think initially that jump rope would be that hard. I was inspired because I follow Amanda Klutz, who, if you don't know who she is, she was married um, to the guy, Nick, I can't remember his last name, but he was the very famous um, actor who in the very beginning of when we first learned about COVID-19, he got it and he was rushed to the hospital and, and very quickly was fell into a coma. And it was sort of like the whole world was watching and praying for her. And um, so I followed along and she's just such a beacon of light and so positive. And she has a you know, almost two-year-old son from him. And long story short, he ended up passing away and it was just so devastating. But She's also a fitness instructor. She's a dancer. She's now a host on the talk. And um, so anyway, she announced this this jump rope challenge for the month of February. And I thought, you know what? I really need something new. I need something that's going to get me out of my comfort zone. I mean, clearly I'm the fearless lady. I've got to do more things that are going to generate this... Um, this excitement around like, ooh, something new I've never done before. I'm a little scared, but I'm also exciting, you know, excited. So that's exactly what it did. And I had bought uh, a jump rope because let's face it, I mean, cardio is the one thing that I just don't love aside from dancing. I love to dance, but you know, during COVID, it's not like we can go to the gym um, and I would never just go out and run. I mean, that's just not the kind of person that I am, you know, and bless you if you are somebody that loves to run. That's just not me. So I thought jump roping would be a great way to get that cardio um, for me. It's so good for your heart, um, especially as we get older. So Anyways, I bought a jump rope. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go down. And the whole thing was you have to jump rope for 10 minutes. So I knew I couldn't possibly jump rope for a full 10 minutes, but I thought I could at least hit a minute. Well, let me tell you, when I first started, I, first of all, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought, you know, the last time I jump roped, I think was, I was in junior high school. So that was a long time ago. So the mind is telling me, oh yeah, you can do it. My body, <laughs> once I get into it, it's like, uh, what do you think you're doing? I wasn't drop jumping properly. So I did it for two days. I pushed myself, just, just 
pure adrenaline, you know? I had no idea what I was doing to my body. And then, of course, I got shin splints where I literally couldn't walk. I mean, it was just, I was jumping on the whole foot versus you're supposed to jump on the ball of your foot. And I just didn't know what I was doing. So I took three days off to really rest. And I started to do a lot of YouTube research on, you know, beginning jump rope. And I bought a new jump rope. I got new shoes to really support myself. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit. And I learned about doing it in intervals, right? So I was like, okay, I'll do 30 seconds on, you know, 30 to 45 seconds off. And I'll do that 20, 20 times, right? So in the beginning, it was like, it took so long or it felt like it took so long to just get through it because I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't want to hurt myself again. But I did it and I started to build up 45 seconds and then pretty soon I was at a minute and I just consistently did, you know, one minute intervals for, you know, 10 times, you know, and I was doing it every morning. I really committed. I felt so great. Like um, once I finished, I realized that, I mean, a couple of things, it's not, it was really hard, you know, and it's still really hard. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I can just, you know, you watch people jump rope now and they're doing all these tricks and they're on one foot and they're doing backbends. I mean, I was walking, I was doing a hike and this guy's hiking, jump rope hiking, where he's literally, you know, kind of jump rope through the hike. I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this where we're at right now? <laughs> of course, you know, it's like people are constantly pushing themselves. So anyways, I am not doing any of that. I'm just trying to make it through a minute, you know, 10 times. So I noticed my, and you can read all about this on my, my Instagram. I, I made a little video and I put it all together and every day I kept wanting it to feel easier. Every day I was like, and I, and also I was thinking, oh, by the end of 30 days, I, I bet you all be so thin or I don't know what I thought. I thought I would really trim me down, um, so I think there was one, I wanted it to feel easier. And two, I thought I would see some sort of a physical change in my body. And, um, you know, around like day 20, when I wasn't feeling like it was any easier, I was just kind of doing it just to commit commit to it because I promised myself I would finish it. Um, I started to get discouraged, right? I think we all can relate to that where you're you know, whether you're starting a new business or you're, whatever it might be, you want to lose some weight or I don't know, you're on, you're on a dating app. You know, we all get discouraged when we don't receive the results that we want, but we sort of have to, you have to let go of that. You have to let go of that expectation and really just honor the promise, which is I committed to do this for the next 30 days, whether it's jump rope or losing weight or meeting somebody or starting your business, you sort of have to get behind the intention of why you're doing it. And that's really, that's the pillar that you lean on, you know, because the mind, especially the ego, it's going to tell you like, oh, it should be easy by now. There's something wrong with you. If you, you know, you're feeling that it's really challenging and you're already day 20 and you haven't even progressed and you're not losing weight, you know, that's all the mind. That's what the mind, the ego loves to do that, right? So I was working through all of it and I just noticed that, when, when I was finished, I felt so much better. So there was something about honoring the commitment and then just seeing it through that I started to really kind of have this breakthrough. And I remember one day wanting to quit or just feel like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't really want to do it. My Don't forget my body was sore, you know, for doing something consistently every single day, which I've never done. So anyways, I ended up going downstairs and I, I was doing it outside in my little patio here. 
And I had the biggest breakthrough. I actually made it to a minute 30. Um, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. And today was the one day that I really wanted to quit. So it was such a beautiful um, lesson to receive and to learn. It's like the lesson I keep learning, you know, which is that when you experience the most resistance, that's when you have, or that's the opportunity for having the biggest breakthrough. And that's essentially what happened. So once once I got to a minute 30, then it was like, oh, maybe I can get to two minutes, you know, and then I got to two minutes. And then once I got to two minutes, I was doing two minutes consistently, not not every round. I was doing the first five rounds, like a minute, minute and a half. And then after five, I was doing two minutes, one minute off, another two minutes. And then, and then I got to three minutes. I couldn't believe it. It, was, it wasn't even a goal of mine. And I think that's so... That's such an, a valuable lesson, right? Because it really, um, it really is about letting go of your expectation, letting go of how things are going to show up for you, letting go of what you're going to receive out of it. And because three minutes, you know, wasn't even a goal of mine to actually get there, I was like, wow, what else is possible for me? It was so incredible. And then to see my body or to witness my body really kind of transform and be able to handle, you know, a full three minutes of jumping, I thought was just, it was so wild. It was so cool. I actually almost did three and a half by the end. And I was like, wow, what's next? Maybe I can do five minutes, full on five minutes of jumping. Like, wow, you know? So uh, the bottom line is I finished it on Tuesday. Today is Thursday, and um, I feel so great. I've taken, this is the second day off. I feel a little strange because I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing it in the morning. But I've since started to do, I do these Chloe Ting workouts. They're, they're these free YouTube. She's on YouTube, and you can just um, put her in the search box, and you'll see she's got so many different workouts. I like her because they're really quick. I think I talked about this initially when I first started this podcast. I'm going back to Chloe. Anyways, all that to say, I would recommend getting a jump rope, doing a little bit of research, and building your way towards, you know, whether it's 30 days consecutively, or maybe it's just a couple times a week. I really surprised myself. I I feel really proud too. I will say that on the day that I finished, I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to kind of be in the world. I remember I walked around and there was like this huge weight lifted off of my shoulders. I don't know. It was sort of like, oh, I don't have to do this thing every morning. I can now just kind of take my time and do the things and split it up. Like there was something about um, letting go of that every single day. It was a lot. It was definitely a lot. So anyways, let's move on. All right. Fearless act. Okay. So this actually is the final fearless act. I was really interested in not doing this one big, huge finale, but what would it feel like if I went back and did a lot of the fearless acts again? Like, how would that change? You know, would I have a different reaction? Would it not feel as scary anymore? Would I get a different result? I think I was just really playing with the idea of, you know, what if it's not, you know, the final one, but what if it's about stepping into fear over and over again, even the same 
doing the same things, like would that yield a different result? You know, how would I feel? And what I learned was so profound in that everything that I did again, I completely felt differently about and I got even better, not better results, but what what came up for me was actually more profound than the first time. You know, sometimes it's kind of like beginner's luck where you, like for instance, you know, singing on the subway when I had that guy like introduce me to the whole car. I mean, that was just like a beautiful moment of like, whoa. And you're almost afraid to do something like that again when you have such a beautiful result. You're like, oh no, it's not going to be the same again. So I wanted to play with that. I wanted to be like, you know what? I don't want to be afraid of it, it, like judging what the outcome is going to be. I want to know if I can experience it differently. Would fear, would it feel as scary or would it be easier? Like how would that change? You know, would I have a different reaction? Would it not feel as scary anymore? Would I get a different result? I think I was just really playing with the idea of, you know, what if it's not, you know, the final one, but what if it's about stepping into fear over and over again, even the same, doing the same things, like would that yield a different result? You know, how would I feel? And what I learned was so profound in that everything that I did again, I completely felt differently about and I got even better, not better results, but what what came up for me was actually more profound than the first time. You know, sometimes it's kind of like beginner's luck where you, like for instance, you know, singing on the subway when I had that guy like introduce me to the whole car. I mean, that was just like a beautiful moment of like, whoa. And you're almost afraid to do something like that again when you have such a beautiful result. You're like, oh no, it's not going to be the same again. So I wanted to play with that. I wanted to be like, you know what? I don't want to be afraid of it, it, like judging what the outcome is going to be. I want to know if I can experience it differently. Would fear, would it feel as scary or would it be easier? So I'm going to read you what I wrote and then I'll go into more detail. So eight years ago, I did a really brave thing. After waiting and waiting to hear back from a big time music manager about becoming his receptionist, I showed up to his office unannounced and said, I didn't move to New York to become a receptionist. I came here to be an artist and I want you to help me. I had never felt that kind of fear before. My body was tingling and pulsing from the inside out. I felt on fire. I felt on purpose. I felt alive. I also felt like I had to pee in my pants and throw up at the same time. The courage it took to get me to that moment was a culmination of years and years of struggle, of settling into jobs that were nothing more than a paycheck, of taking what was given instead of asking for what I was worth. That moment was so much bigger than me. It was a promise to God, I will never give up on my dreams. I'll do whatever it takes. It also happened to be days after I had just gotten mugged. I was shaken, vulnerable, and angry, mostly at myself. The voice inside my head wasn't, how can this happen to me? It was, what do you really want from your life? Stop playing small. Go get it. The real epiphany came after retelling that story to a friend. Don't you think that was my big behind the music special moment? His response, no, that's after the 10th time you do it. You mean I got to do it another nine more times? And for the record, I did go back another time. So as I was thinking about my final act of fearlessness, I wondered, what would it feel like to go back and do some of my most scariest acts again? How would it feel differently, easier, better, worse? And would the outcome change? In the next few weeks before my 41st birthday, can you believe it's been a year, 
I will share what happened when I went back and, sorry, you'll just have to wait and see which ones I did again. I learned so much during my fearless journey, but perhaps the most pressing lesson has been about compassion, deep compassion. The stories we tell ourselves that cripple us into not going for what we really want are just that, stories. We all have them. The details of your stories may not look like the details of mine, but they still feel just as real. The courage it took me to pose nude in an art class or hand deliver love notes to strangers is the same courage it took you to fill in the blank. It's all courageous when you're acting in spite of feeling fear, shame, guilt, or embarrassment. No one is better or greater than the other. I realize that now, as most of my scariest acts were often a surprise to me, the fear seemed to uncover a deep, unhealed wound or shameful story about myself. And midway through the challenge, I started to feel different, vulnerable, exposed, humbled. I discovered a whole lot I didn't know about myself. I discovered judgment where I didn't think there was any. I discovered shame where I didn't think there was. And I discovered love, a deep capacity to love and be loved for everyone, for the people in my life that have hurt me, for the people I've held judgment towards, and especially for the deepest part of myself that felt unworthy. I look at a fellow busker on the subway and think, how brave. I think of someone going to an AA meeting or a cuddle party, and I think, how brave. I look at the homeless person sitting on the side of the street, and I think, how brave. I wanted to understand my fear, and by doing so, I've become more understanding of people that seem different than me. I will say one more thing about the above-mentioned story. At the time, I didn't share the story with my parents or some of my friends because it didn't produce the outcome that I wanted. But what needs to be celebrated is the action itself. I'm sure there are a million stories of courage that are never talked about or shared because of some story or, or rather society telling us they didn't produce the results we wanted so they aren't worth celebrating. Who we are and who we become are a collection of these stories, these acts of bravery, these moments of choosing to act in spite of feeling fear. We all do it all the time. We just don't think much of them. And that needs to change. Oh. And then I said in the comments below, please share what courageous action you are presently taking or have taken that forced you to act in spite of feeling fear. Let us all celebrate these stories in each other. That's what I hope this journey will inspire. Compassion for all and the courage to share our brave stories. Well, I think I'm going to end on that note. And just let you know that um, I did three, no, I did four fearless acts again. And next week's episode, I'll share what happened when I went back to Planned Parenthood. I This one was a real, I mean, I talk about committed. Whoosh, I remember this, man. I went back over and over and over again because I had an intention and I wasn't going to stop until I got an answer. And God, sometimes, I mean, that's the point of retelling these stories is I need to remember to have that courage again, you know? I mean, you're listening to this thinking, God, when have I given up too soon on something or on someone, you know? And I really think it sort of goes back to that jump rope challenge, which is you have an intention. My intention is to complete this, you know, for 30 days, or my intention is to pursue until I get an answer, or my intention is to continually put myself out there to generate, you know, buzz and to, you know, create, um, 
a name for myself in terms of my business and my coaching and all the things. So you can apply it any way that you need to, but the important lesson here is to really extract the intention and to keep and honor that promise to yourself. So next week I'll share um, what happened when I went to plan back to Planned Parenthood. And then my final fearless act is so good. It is so good. I'm not going to give it away, although you can read, <laughs> read it on my website. But I'm not going to give it away because I want to share with you just how deep it went, how deep it is. And, um, and I just wish you a beautiful week. I've got so many amazing offers for you. I'm now giving or I'm offering soul readings, which is like a psychic reading, except it's way more in depth. I'm going to link it in the show notes. So make sure you check out that. I've also got my fearless coaching package. If you want to go on your own fearless journey, I would love that. If you just want to send me a message and say, hi, I really enjoy your, your podcast. I would love that as well. If you want to write a review, I would love that as well. All right. I'm sending you all so much love. So, so, so much love. And I'm going to leave you with one of my songs. Take care. Peace out. Bye-bye. Every day I know I shouldn't care for you But I do Yes, I do And everywhere I go I shouldn't think of you But I do Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
Yeah. 